0: gentlemen and welcome to a medic's mind the podcast i want to thank you guys for dropping by Uh, i always appreciate uh having the the listenership is that a list is that a thing yeah you know i don't even know why i do these podcasts i I, a i make up words and b i trip over my own tongue more than a guy wearing the wrong size shoes it's (laughs) um i wanted to uh to do this podcast today because it's uh it's a big day for me um it's a sad day actually for me um today is december 8th of 2018 and it would have been a great day uh it would have been my mother's 70th birthday seven zero that's uh that's a milestone birthday it's a big it's a big year and um unfortunately she's not here to celebrate it which means that i can't celebrate this day or that uh, birthday with her So instead, I have to celebrate her memory on this day, and I also have to go and eat KFC, which I will explain uh, later on. Thanks for coming by. Let's have a chat. So as I said in the intro, there this is uh, this is about my mom's birthday, um, and I I struggled for a few days. Actually, I struggled for you know about a week with what I wanted to do on this day. I survived some difficult days in November. Um, this past November was the one-year anniversary of when my mother took her own life, um, and uh, and that was. You know, that, that comes with a whole set of complex emotions and, and feelings, and, um, and it was a really tough time for me to navigate, especially sober. Uh, this was uh, my first year uh, in, in sobriety. I'm still early on into that, but then facing that hurdle um, on the backdrop of new, newly anointed uh, into that sobriety, of being newly anointed, I should say. Uh, it was, it was a challenge and, um, and you know, my mother's passing takes place on the 6th of November and then Remembrance Day happens just a few short days later. And, uh, I was, uh, well, those, those days kicked my ass, to be honest, I, uh, I did not have a good time. And, uh, for the first time since getting out of the, uh, treatment facility for, uh, for alcohol addictions and PTSD, Um, I, I wanted to drink, um, fortunately today I can't say the same, I don't want to drink today, I just want to hug my mom, that's all I want to do, I just want to see her, I want to hear her voice, and I want to have a conversation with her, but the reality of the situation is I can't, I can't do any of those things, I have to remember the conversations and the hugs and the, the time that I had with her and uh and that brings about a a deep level of sadness within me because i loved my mom and i know that might be sort of a superfluous statement to say you know uh, right on the nose of obvious but i did i really did i do i you know i'm always going to love my mom it's my mom you know magnetic north um and uh this day's tough i mean 70 i mean she joked about it um Sort of in a, you know, disparaging kind of way, uh, in the, in the last little bit of her life, she would talk about the 70 year mark, um, and and say, I she couldn't believe it. Yeah. Can't believe it. I'm gonna be 70. And I and, I, and then I, in turn, I'd be like, well, mom, 17 is not all that old. And she goes, no, you bloody oaf. 70. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. And, you know, in 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 waking up this morning and and wanting to call my mom, knowing that I couldn't, uh, you know, I did get a bit sad, I'm not, I I shed a tear in the shower, I won't lie to you, um, I got a little sad, because I, you know, to be completely honest, it's been a long time since I've hugged anybody, really, um, like, just it, just a hug of any kind to anybody, it's been a long time, and all I wanted to do this morning was hug my mom, and and in the absence of being able to do that, that feeling of just wanting uh, closeness um, came to me and then knowing that she was so far away you know just off somewhere into the ethereal distance uh, of of unknown uh, I felt pretty pretty alone um, uh, you know I miss her I miss my mom and I, I as a as a son even though I'm 35 years old as a son, I was three again, and I just, I wanted to hug my mom, and knowing that I couldn't, I got uh, overcome with emotion, and I, I cried, I, I had a bit of a cry in the shower, and, and, uh, since getting out, I've, I've trying to been, I've trying, I've been trying, sorry, I've been trying to figure out what I can do, how do I navigate this day without being manacled to the, the weighted anchor of depression and sadness, how do I, how do I do that, and, um, and that's where KFC comes into play, and I'll get to that. But I started thinking that the, I think one of the best ways I can I can sort of remember my mom and and sort of honor who she was is kind of tell you some more stories about her. I know that I did an episode dedicated to my mom, uh, but I I want to do another one, and this is my podcast, so I'm going to. <laughs> that's just that's going to be how that goes. So fucking strap in, we're going to talk about my mom. <laughs> Uh, my mom was a, a, a complex woman, uh, but a very kind woman. Um, and she she had a polarizing personality. Uh, people gravitated towards her, but my mom also had a really classic wit about her. My mom was actually pretty funny, even when she wasn't really trying to be. She was just, she was a funny woman, and uh, and she was also a very unabashed woman. She did not embarrass easily. Uh, and one of the best examples of that is, uh, my mother had a gift and that gift came in the form of cacophonous flatulation, (laughs) flatulence, I should say flatulation. Jeez. See what I mean by not being able to talk? And I'm sober folks. (laughs) This is just just me not being able to enunciate, (laughs) but my mom did. She had an incredible gift of being able to let fucking ass howitzers go it was incredible like, and i'm not even exaggerating or embellishing or using hyperbole to complete this story i i am i'm convinced that the tsunami that happened in thailand was as a direct result of my mother's morning cup of tea <laughs> because had you been around during my mother's morning cup of tea you would have heard the absolute just deafening roar of a fart rumbling out of her ass, trundling over top of the wooden part of the chair and falling into the linoleum of the floor and then rattling through the walls of the house. I mean, this woman was on unab- a she would sit at the counter or at the at the table with her tea in front of her a cigarette in hand, her hair a mess. because She just didn't give a shit at this particular time in the morning and she would fucking she would cock off like it was a like it was a weapon. Because she would lean to one side just to give it that nice bit of torque. And, and she would just... <laughs> I'm not... I am not kidding you. And they were... Like, if you were sleeping... So, okay, my the house I grew up in mostly, uh, we moved around quite a bit, but the house I spent most of the time in... Um, It was in a small town in BC and, uh, and my bedroom was upstairs and the way you got downstairs was there was obviously stairs, but (laughs) there was one set that led down to this little, it was like a spiral staircase in a way, uh, you know, they were kind of parallel to one another and, uh, and that led you downstairs and it was a carpeted place. So there was lots of insulation to this, to this place. I could be sleeping upstairs with my door closed and I was an adolescent at this time. So I was good at fucking sleeping my mom's farts could wake me up. (laughs) And sometimes they did. And (laughs) when I say completely unabashed and not shy, I mean it. Because I had friends sleep over every single weekend. My mom was great that way. You know, her her big saying that she always used to say, well, if you're going to do something rebellious and stupid, I'd rather you do it under my roof. right?" So she didn't really care if we drank beer uh and you know she kind of just let us stay up to whatever you self-managed ourselves you know we could step to whatever time she was just happy knowing that we were inside and safe and not out and about causing trouble and uh and that was great because my friends and I would just play endless hours of video games and uh and it was probably one of the greatest times of my life I'm really fortunate to have those as memories but uh you know in the mornings when we'd wake up and I you know I come from a British household, right? So we make tea in the morning. So I introduced all my friends to tea. And and, uh, (laughs) it was great because I'd be making a tea sometimes. And my buddy would be sitting or standing beside me. And my mom would just, you know, she'd be a foot and a half away from my friend sitting. And she'd be in the chair sitting. And she would just... (laughs) And the first few times you could just see my friends were adolescents. So that's funny, right? Farts are, well, farts are still funny to this day, but you could see them just sit there and have that quick introspective conversation. Like, Oh fuck, I can't laugh. That's Matt's mom. Oh my God. It's an adult. I can't laugh. I can't laugh, but I want to laugh. She just destroyed the chair. (laughs) It was the best. And so eventually my friends got comfortable with it and they would just fucking laugh. But the best part is we had cats growing up. Now cats are flighty creatures anyway. And uh, I don't know why, but we had this ca- cat named Spaz. Uh, great cat. Unfortunately, uh, we had to put it down uh, when it aged out. Uh, got kind of sick. Um, but it, so this cat would love my mom. It was basically my mom's cat
1: because
0: uh, it just hung around my mom. It would follow her everywhere. Sit on my mom's lap during the TV, uh, watching you know endless hours of TV in the evening. But uh, this cat would oftentimes be in the morning you could find it underneath my mom's chair in the morning was my mom sat there and smoked her cigarette and had her cup of tea or two cups of tea and uh and the cat would be under there but when my mom would crack off these fucking howitzers it was so loud sometimes the ears of the cat would just like snap back in intrigue and they'd be like what the fuck was that what the f- was that a fucking dinosaur what the fuck was that what the fuck did you guys get a dog like what the fuck happened here <laughs> you could just see this thing freak out but then other times it would be completely unsuspecting. So it would be like mid-lick of its fucking paw or something. And my mom would just crack one of the, one of these big fucking rips go. And the cat would like jump in the air. But it's underneath the chair. So it would fucking jump, hit the fucking chair, and then just fucking take off on the floor. Fucking hilarious. Oh my god, I can't... I can't tell you just how funny it was to watch a cat get scared for its life after my mom just cried, and my mom's thing too you like you would confront her and you'd be like jeez mom she'd be like what it's just a bit of wind <laughs> that's not a bit of wind okay that is a fucking ass hurricane that is not a bit of wind <laughs> or she'd yeah she'd let it she'd let a fart on, she'd go oh bloody mouse we got mouse farting in the house Matt like if a mouse farted like that, it would fucking explode. Okay, it wasn't a fucking mouse. <laughs> oh my god! And she was a, just to put reference to this. My mother was a small lady. She was tiny. She was not a big woman at all. Uh, I think I outgrew my mom when I was about twelve years old, which I guess isn't uncommon. But like, I mean, I was I was much taller than my mom at twelve years old, uh, and I'm I'm about six feet now. It's um, and I was not six feet at twelve. Um but yeah, she's not a big lady. She was very small, meek, uh and I would say mild, but she had a temper on her. who oh, Did she ever <laughs> do not suffer the wrath of Joan or stand in her backblast area because you might not make it out make it out make it out alive. You might not. <laughs> yeah, it was incredible. I often wondered if uh my mom spent a lot of time in the hospitals, and I often wondered if she would like crack them off in the hospitals, and then like an unsuspecting nurse walking by the room and just hears this noise, and just, did did you need? Th- <coughs> oh, what well, something's gone bad in here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man, it was incredible. My mom. She, there was like a, she used to say this was on a headstone in England, uh, and she always used to say, "I, I can't." I'm going to butcher and bastardize the the saying, but she always used to say you know, wherever ye be, let the wind blow free, Matt, <laughs> you fucking you do, yes, you do, <laughs> you have get zero issues with that, <laughs> oh my goodness, just any incredible roars, I, Uh, and like, same thing if she was on the couch, too, it was mostly in the morning, and I think she likes the acoustics of the wooden chair, I think that was her thing, uh, I think she had fun with it, to be completely fucking honest with you, and uh, she'd be yelling at me right now for telling you guys any of this. Uh, but even when she was on the couch, and the couch is a very cushioned apparatus, as we all know, and my mom would crack them off, and you could still hear them upstairs. I'd be playing video games, you know, and I'm a teenager, so I don't play things quietly at this point in my life, you know, like I got the volume gone, and then I would just hear this muffled like the couch was screaming. And it's funny, too, because like I said, going back to the cat's. Our cats would be eating, and you'd hear the rustling of the food in the dish. Just that clanging of food, uh, rolling around the dishes. They're eating, and if my mom would crack one of these things off, there would just be a complete cessation of movement. Just absolute fucking stillness. And then I, the cats were like, "What the fuck? Don't move! Don't fucking move!" I think there's a fucking T Rex in here. I don't know what the fuck that is. Don't fucking don't move! Don't move! Don't move! <laughs> It was a, or, or the cat would like come around the corner and be like, everybody okay? Everyone all right? The fuck was that? You should get that checked. I mean, I spend a lot of time near buttholes and that does not sound good at all. <laughs> oh man, alive. And uh, yeah, so uh, I guess I could tell you about KFC and the reason why. So last year I did this, uh, my mother's my mother's life ended in November, November 6th of 2017. And, uh, that means that she was alive for 25,150 days. And, uh, I wish that she was alive for 21,550 more, 25,150 more, 25,150 days does not seem enough. But, uh, her birthday falls quite shortly after, um, December the 8th. And, uh, and uh i am going to give some uh some credit to uh um i believe just give me a second i have to go through my phone to look i think it's life of nick uh just give me a second to find it uh life experience of nick life experience of nick at the podcast if you guys haven't listened to it you should uh, head over there he's got a few episodes up life experiences of nick um it's he's got an episode up talking about this very thing suicide uh in and amongst the holiday season and, um, I listened to his podcast today, um, or not today, sorry, I listened to it a couple days ago and it made me even more determined to do this episode today, but to do it in a way, um, befitting of, of honoring my mother's, uh, life, um, uh, instead of focusing on, uh, what happened. Um, because it's important to bring awareness of what happened, but it's also important to, what I want to do for today, it's my mother's birthday, so what I want to do, honestly, by telling you guys these stories of my mom, what I want to do is give my mom a few more hours of sunlight. To let her live through the ears of you guys. To let her and who she was and the quirkiness of my mother, the hilarity of, of this woman permeate from my microphone into your your speakers and then into your ears i want my mom to be alive for just a little bit longer especially today because it's her 70th birthday and i wish that she was here to celebrate that so when i heard nick's podcast and i i listened to to the way he he spoke about things and his calm tone and and the sincerity in which he was speaking i was like you know this is, this is a great idea for me to be able to, to do something today instead of just... Because my original wasn't even a plan, but originally, honestly, to be completely honest with you guys, the only thing that I had planned for today was getting KFC and doing nothing else, hiding from the world. That was it. And I don't think that's very healthy for one, because uh, KFC is not healthy, but also hiding from the world is not healthy and and then i thought you know what i i can do another episode about my mom it's my podcast why not so i did uh so life experiences of nick i want to thank you buddy for uh for giving me uh the sort of motivational idea to do that um but i think also not to, you know like if you guys want to go check out his podcast after this uh, episode or whatever i think it'd be a good episode to listen to in conjunction with this um but the KFC element, okay, so my mom was a fucking fanatic for KFC, for any real bad food, really. Uh, my mom loved bad food. We, she used to make chip buddies all the time, and I don't know if, if for those of you who don't know what a chip buddy is, it basically it's two slabs of bread, lathered, uh, almost saturated in butter, and chips, like french fries, like deep fried french fry, like greasy fr- and you put it into the bread, and then you make a sandwich, it's a french fry sandwich essentially <laughs> and and it's a chip buddy and it's fucking amazing by the way it's really good but it's carb fucking overload you know that meme where the guy's in the pool and he's pouring water on himself from a bottle of water and it's you know what i mean the duplicity of that of that image yeah this is carb 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 um but my, so my mom was a fiend for really bad food and uh KFC was her thing. So on her birthdays, a lot of times, she would get KFC and she would eat the coleslaw. So what I did last year, uh, on the on the, the first birthday with my mom not in this world, I went and got KFC and I, I said to myself that when I did that, I was like, you know, I think this is my my thing. I think I'm gonna do this every year so that in a way I can feel not only connected to my mom, but I can I can have I can have birthday dinner with my mom you know, in a way I can sit down and have dinner with her. And, uh, and that was my goal. That's what I wanted to do. So I, I did, I went and got KFC and, uh, and I'm not a huge KFC fan. So, uh, you know, most of it went to waste, but, uh, it, it did help. It helped me feel a little bit closer and connected to her. And, um, and that's what I'm going to do this year too. When i am done this podcast, uh, it's, it's early in the morning right now, it's about seven in the morning so I'm not getting KFC at 7 in the morning, but later on this evening, um, I'm going to be getting KFC, and uh, I'm going to be having dinner with my mom. And uh, and not only am I going to have dinner with my mom, but now now stories of my mom are going to be released into the world, and people that I don't know are going to hear it, and people that I do know are going to hear it, and that means that my mom lives for a little bit. My mom's alive today, in a way, you know, and that feels pretty good. Um, to be able to, to be able to to share who she was and how important she was to me, um, it's the I think it's the best give gift that I give, give her in her circumstance um, for her birthday. I, I think it's the best thing I can do. It's uh, it's the only thing I can do. To be completely honest, um, I've actually had a few friends uh, because I told them about the KFC element, and I've had a few friends say that they're going to go get KFC today, (laughs) so my mom is living vicariously, uh, through, through each and every single one of us, in a way, (laughs) and that feels pretty cool, too, um, also, those of you who do go and get KFC today, if you could do me a huge, uh, huge favor, if you could just send me a picture, it can be a private message, whatever, but send me a picture of whatever you got, that'd be really cool for me, uh, just seeing all these pictures of KFC come in, knowing what it's for, that'd be pretty cool, um. I'd I'd be I'd be pretty taken aback by that, pretty pretty blown away. Um, and you know what? And my mom would be absolutely floored by it too. Uh, she she was not really uh, in the know when it comes to social media or anything like that. Um, and uh, she certainly never got to hear my podcast. I didn't have it around um, prior to her her leaving. Um, but uh, I you know I said this on episode three about Joan. Um, I, you know, wherever she is, if there's a place. Uh, I'm not a very spiritual guy. I am certainly not a religious guy. So I, you know, my concept of afterlife is really bleak and sort of non-storied. Um, but the thought, the fantasy, um, the story, the script that I can put into my head um, and and thinking of her somewhere, maybe hearing, hearing the, the stories. And hearing the love that I have for her, uh, it's a good, it's a nice feeling to have. It's nice. It helps me get by a little bit, and um, and and that's it. And uh, I don't know if you heard that muffler just now, but whoever that guy is outside, he's a fucking cunt. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, and I, I wouldn't get in trouble, by the way, if my mom is listening to the podcast. Going back to that thing, I wouldn't get in trouble for saying cunt. <laughs> I certain you know, not at all. <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't really a terrible word in our house. The only thing I would get in trouble for is saying no to making her a cup of tea that that I would get a fucking hiding for. Um Speaking of tea though, I do have one here and uh, I don't you know I don't really want to drink it uh over the microphone. Um and I think I, you know, I, I feel pretty good with uh with what I've said here. My mom uh, I think it gives you a good idea of, of the kind of quirkiness that she had, the kind of funny lady that she was, and um, you know, um, <laughs> I miss her, guys. That's that's basically all today. Is I miss her. It's it would have been her seventieth birthday, and I, I wish. oh man, I really wish she was here. I really do. Uh, it's it's it hurts. It really hurts. Yeah, I'm sorry, that was my phone um, vibrating off. Um. Ah. Sorry I kind of lost lost not not so much thought I know that I know that it hurts it's just uh, it's uh, it's hard I'm not it's hard not to get bogged down um, you know and just be sad and just just uh, just wish she was here. I've got some things going on in my life that are really positive and really good things that I think I'd like to think that she'd be really proud of. You know, um, being published into into a book and then meeting some of the people that I have and being able to call them friends, having those kind of people in my life as friends. You know, I I think, I'd like to think that she'd be really proud of me. And, you know, I just wish I could tell her about it. Maybe over a shared bucket of chicken, maybe. (laughs) Yeah. I miss my mom, that's all. That's what December 8th is. I miss my mom. 25,150 days is not enough. It's not enough. Entirely too short. But uh, I'm lucky. I'm lucky that she was the woman that she was. Because I have these stories. I have those memories. I have those lived experiences of this tiny diminutive woman destroying being a single contributor to global warming most likely <laughs> from, the, from the confines of a wooden chair in a small town of salmon arm bc just <laughs> just cracking off howitzers towards the sky <laughs> every time i hear thunder i will not think of it the same Neil deGrasse Tyson could tell me exactly what it is, and I'll be like, nope, you are wrong, sir. (laughs) That's not at all what it is. I've heard that once before, and it is not at all (laughs) what you think it is. (laughs) Uh, I love my mom. I really do. And uh, today's her birthday, so happy birthday, Joan. 70 years old. (laughs) Hell of a thing. Thanks for joining me, guys. Thanks for helping me through this. Thanks for always being there, and thanks for uh, thanks for all your kindness. I really do mean that. Your messages are incredible. It means a lot. Thank you. I'm gonna get going because I want to drink my tea. Um, I might fart. I don't know. I might. I have no idea. It could happen. You know, anything could happen. It's a brand new fucking day. You <laughs> know, you know, you never know world is my oyster <laughs> all right i'm out i'm done i'm gonna bid you guys adieu i'll talk to you guys in the next episode of medic's mind the podcast